Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's Paul Gallant. Join the conversation by dialing or texting 713-780-3776. Astros lost again. 4-2 to the Cardinals. They're in third place. The Angels, a game up on them. The Rangers, six games up on them. They are. In the wild card race, at least a game out, but I think they would be the second team out if the season were to end today. It's not good right now, and you're hoping it's going to get better by the end of the year. But when Framber has an off night where he's giving up four and runs, it's not like he got shelled or anything like that. Someone's got to pick up the effing pace. And I mean, Jeremy Pena, major disappointment this year. Kyle Tucker, underwhelming. Alex Bregman, uh, at least he had a hit, but not what you need. And I, I think the recent development to keep an eye on, especially with the way that the Astros are so damn guarded when it comes to mentioning injuries, is that now Jose Altuve, after he's, you know, day off on Monday for the entire team, he has the day off on Tuesday as well. Why? Why was that? And someone pushed to get some more information about what's going on with Altuve, but there is soreness in his right heel. Boy, oh boy. That is from Sunday. Man. I, I don't know what else to say, you know? This, this is where I'm at. I, I, I'm starting to get bored by them. Bored by their struggles, and I've, I've said it before. I do have a bit of a wandering eye when it comes to baseball. So I know you guys don't want to hear about a bad baseball team, but if you do, 713-780-3776, because that's what the Astros are at this point in time. I want to talk about something that I saw yesterday on, get this, TikTok. Did you know I have a TikTok? Follow me on TikTok, guys. It's the future. There is a TikTok that went viral of a man proposing. And as somebody who was just at a wedding this weekend, it was a big shindig. There was a fantastic proposal involved that led up to this wedding. Like these two love each other. It was awesome. You want people to remember it. Do you think, that your significant other would appreciate you proposing when you've just taken a dump in an airplane toilet? A question. It's for everybody on the most interactive sports talk show in Houston. This went viral. The man went up to the bathroom as his lady goes into the bathroom, and he is just kneeling outside. The entire flight is in on it, so it's kind of cool. Like, there's a, it's it's complete strangers that are seeing you walk out of the bathroom after you probably dropped actual bombs. So, you know, a brown falls from the sky, and you, you know, gets a little velocity going. I don't know. It might fall to the ground like that. Meteor, in quotation marks, that if you've seen the movie Joe Dirt, you know what I'm talking about. But he's standing outside the entire flight. 
is waiting for her to step outside of the bathroom. He's just getting ready for the proposal. I mean, she's in there a while, and I know ladies take their time in the bathroom. But as she comes out, she sees it. She covers her mouth. There are signs up there that say, will you marry me? And and look, it seems like she accepted it. And here's the thing. There was nowhere to run. So I don't know if this wedding, this 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 engagement was one that was made in duress. It's not like you could, I mean, if you're going to jump out the the uh, um, emergency exit, like you're, you're going to die. There, there's no parachute here. This isn't a Mission Impossible movie or, or, or the first episode of 24. Like there's nowhere to go. So, but he, he, he proposes, she accepts. She was in a toilet taking a dump. Like, I, I want to know if the smell was still in the air when she came out. And she accepted it, but I mean, we got to raise the standards here. There's enough people that propose at sporting events, and that boggles my mind too. Look, I, I, I'm not being sexist here. I know I'm not. There are some women who love sports. If she loves this, then okay, that might be a fun place to propose. But I would say for the most part, a sporting event, like say, I don't know, a game at NRG Stadium, a stadium in the middle of nowhere with what looks like a genital wart in the Astrodome right next to it, that ain't it. Minute Maid Park, okay, maybe if the Astros had just won the World Series, I'll give you a pass. Are you proposing at Minute Maid Park? Are you really doing that? Like, I feel like I should have Primo Nocta to steal your lady if she's attractive enough. Does that sound bad? Sean's laughing. Whatever, that, man. That does sound bad. Why? Why? <laughs> if you're proposing, you're just a not, you're not a serious person. If you're proposing at a sporting event. Unless you're literally Carlos Correa, you can't get away with it. Carlos Correa, after winning a World Series, can get away with well, it. Well, see, yes, he you, won. You in Section 305 can't. Who was that running back, Ian Johnson, for Ian Boise Johnson. State after the game-winning big touchdown to beat Oklahoma? Right. Like, <laughs> that is allowed. But if you're watching the game and you're in the 300 level, uh, reassess. Reassess the choice. And I know there's some people listening right now, and they're thinking to themselves, Paul, you're being a dick. Hey, there's no way that my wife, who said yes to my engagement, is unhappy about it. Are you sure? Are you sure? I, I think proposing at a sporting event is is it's it's not it's not good. It's not. You should be rejected on the spot if you're proposing at a sporting event. You should. You you are for the most part, I would imagine, doing it in a place that you love as opposed to a place that she loves. That's the big thing. It's supposed to be about her or the significant other. Whoever gets, pro- whoever does the proposing, it's about the person receiving the proposal. You want to do something big. Sporting event is slightly better than when you're walking out of an airplane toilet after dropping a bomb in there. But it's not like one of those, you know, uh, ones that TSA is going to get involved in. I, I mean, like, just you're, you're stinking the back of the plane up. The last thing I'd want after just having done that is for someone to drop on one knee and say like, hey, honey, ooh, what did you have today? Will you marry me? 
honey, you need some Tums too with this ring? Yeah, was 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 that the airport Panda Express we just had? Uh, <laughs> that's what I would love to know. Is the like the planning that goes into this? Like he has to know that she's gonna have to drop a deuce on on a plane, and so he has to pull, like that. His plan revolves around. I need her in the bathroom for some amount of time in order to orchestrate this. Because, yeah, I imagine these are just strangers filling the plane. And so he has to, like, get up as the door closes, locks behind, and he has to get up. All right, guys, here's the situation. But you also have to kind of keep it down. So you have to whisper, you know, there's a game of telephone happening. You're handing people pieces of paper that say, will you marry me? You're talking to other people on an airplane, which is also psycho behavior. This is insane. That is psycho behavior to talk to anybody else on on a flight. Shut up and don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Nope, I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to see your feet. Just just leave me the F alone. I don't want to talk to you. This guy's going up and down the aisle. Hey, guys. I'm proposing to my girlfriend if she comes out of the bathroom. My God, dude. Like, um, unless you're about to go to the greatest place ever, and then the next week is going to be an engagement party, which it could be. But then just propose there. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly. where this whole thing falls apart. Not in the back of a Spirit <laughs> Airlines flight after your wife has just done something that girls allegedly do not do. Also, way too many people videoing in this uh, in this. Video oh, yeah. that I'm watching, like every well, everyone probably the gonna make this video things like like this they're is... gonna make fun of it to their friends later. Yeah, I was there. Look, see, uh, OG from H Town is commenting twitch.tv slash ESPN ninety seven five. Hold up, what does Paul know about proposing? Tell us all about the time you did it, Paul. Do you know how many times I've been involved in my friends proposing and how awesome those proposals have been? I've helped out in these situations. I've been through a lot of cool ones. Okay. And I'm not saying everybody has the means to do it, but you have the means to do it at a better spot than at a bleeping Astros game when you're up at the 500 level after a couple of $40 margaritas having the stones to propose to your lady outside of the Hornitos bar or on top of that when she's just dropped the kids off on a plane in the back of it. You're not even in first class for Christ's sake. Like, come on. We're better than this, people. We are better than this. Paul Galancho, ESPN 97.5, OG from HL. Propose first, then critique. No, I don't want to get married. I don't. I don't really want to get married. I don't. I don't. I don't want to buy a ring. F that. But I will roast other people for bad proposals. And just because you proposed at a Sugarland Skeeters game is no reason to get mad at me for highlighting the brutal, honest truth. Your proposal sucked, and your wife is probably upset with you still about it and holds that resentment, and she's going to bring it up seven years from now when you get into an argument over something really trivial. And it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt when she tells you that the proposal at the Houston Arrows game in a half-empty stadium was a terrible idea. It's going to hurt, but it's going to happen. It's going to get brought up at some point. Tell me I'm wrong. Paul Galancho, ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Stick around. ESPN 97.5.com. We keep getting away with it. You can't keep getting away with it. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's Paul Galancho. 
Join the devastation by dialing or texting 713-780-3776. Not the only one that's having some doubts about the Astros. We shared them yesterday, and I mean, Framber Valdez is your stopper. He can't do it all on himself. He's 2.49 ER rate, 7-6 on the year because the Astros offense routinely does not show up. From the 281, you have a point. Something in me snapped yesterday. I'm starting to doubt the Astros' capabilities. I know we're not at 100%. And, I mean, that's really what you're holding out for is that when they are close to 100% that things can get better. And they might. They might. I hope they will. But it really feels like they are shooting themselves in the foot with all their losses, dumb mistakes, not taking advantage of runners in scoring position, Dusty's off days, and sub options. All of it combined is causing doubt. Poor Marine comments twitch.tv slash ESPN 97.5. I feel like maybe they can get back on track after the All-Star break. But, I mean, that is after they get Jordan Alvarez back is what you're really saying. And hopefully Jose Arquiti and hopefully Michael Brantley. And, I mean, shoot, who knows what's going to go on with Jose Altuve. But I, I just assume the worst now when it comes to all Astros injuries. How could you not after what happened with Lance McCullers? So, yeah, we're not in a good place. And they lost to the Cardinals. The Cardinals suck. You should lose to the Cardinals. That's simple. Oh, bad series happens. Well, a lot have been happening, huh? Uh, we also talked about um, proposals in the last segment. There's a TikTok that went viral of a man proposing to his lady as she emerged from the bathroom at the back of a plane. Maybe she wasn't taking a dump. But another comment. Twitch.tv slash ESPN 97.5. Warn the text line 713-780-3776. Someone texted in, hey, well... Look, come on, Paul. He had just taken the Browns to the Super Bowl. No, like that's, he didn't propose uh, after he had gone. He proposed after she had gone. Uh, does anyone feel good after going to the bathroom on an airplane? You're inconvenienced. You might have been in the window seat, yet you're like, oh, can I get up and, and cut through? I, I don't want to disturb the person next to me or in the aisle. They're going to make a huffy noise when I get up and like as they get up so that I could go out into the aisle. Now I got to do the exact same thing when I get back. If I'm in the, if I'm in the siddle, uh, the, the siddle, if I'm in the middle or the uh, window seat, that's why I always sit in the aisle. Aisles, aisles the easiest. You have a little extra leg room too if you really want it. Um, but yeah, man, what? Uh, oh, come on. You could have done better. Uh, one texter. I proposed to my wife sitting on our couch with the ring of a water bottle cap, laughing my ass off, been married eight years strong. Well, okay, congratulations to you. I hope there was something else done because I really do think that could be held against you some point. It's not a matter of like when, and I'm sure I'm sure you have a great marriage, okay? Sounds like at the very least, that was a funny way to do it. I, I think I would laugh if someone did it with a bottle cap on the couch. I think I would laugh. Or if someone's pulling... A uh, gym from the office with Pam where he's just constantly doing yeah. it as a joke. I saw uh, a video of someone doing – they uh, went with their girlfriend to uh, Disneyland, and he just kept doing that like throughout Disney, And she would always get embarrassed because she, yes. she didn't want like a public – The attention. Like, yeah. The attention. And so he kept doing it, and she kept just walking away yes. from him every time. So it might be one of those relationships. If, yeah. if it is, great. But uh, Hockley Dan agrees with me on the text line. You're absolutely right. I got my wife pregnant after dating her six months. I said, hey, let's get married. So my proposal sucked. Seven, le- seven years later, she complained until I proposed again in a better way. See, it's, it's a thing. It is a thing. It's a big deal. And I'm, 
I know. I haven't done it myself, but I know enough people who have gone through the process and who have gone out of their way to make the entire thing special that I'm like, if, if I don't do it to that level, I'm a failure. Like, I had a friend who, who had her whole family and his whole family waiting below deck on a yacht. They took it out into the middle of the water. They were completely quiet in the cabin. Must have been miserable for the people waiting in the cabin. Like You get yeah, seasick they're, they're really the, easy. They're in the Leo DiCaprio at the beginning of Titanic part of the... Right. <laughs> You're under... Un, but, like, once the proposal happened, they all came out on top. And, I mean, that's awesome. Back of the plane after she just went to the bathroom is not... A commercial, not a commercial a Delta flight to, to Charlotte. Right. Isn't they, the- <laughs> they probably don't even have wet wipes in the back, right? Like, I mean... They don't. It's 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 one ply to toilet paper. You know, it's not good. Also, just the the whole the whole ordeal of like going to an airport, getting on a plane. Like you're running such a huge risk that she's gonna be just in such an awful mood. Like by the time you actually get on the plane, sit down, the the whatever airport food at, at gate g that you had that's now run through <laughs> her system now she has to use the restroom like there's a chance she's not in a good headspace to to be in a public uh proposal it's setting. true it's true i mean you're 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 elevated elevation yeah. what does that do to people who play in denver and you're higher than there altitude sickness altitude yeah, sickness that fuddruckers that she had at the airport is it's disagreeing with her so Per OG from H-Town, there's actually a follow-up story. I appreciate OG putting in the research because I just saw this TikTok. <laughs> yeah, we, we watched a video. And I, th- I think this is because he's like, this wasn't a bad proposal. Is OG the guy who did it? I don't know. So it turns out that couple met for the first time bumping into each other on a flight years ago at the plane restroom. So she was coming out of the toilet as he was waiting outside. They made a couple of funny comments and exchanged numbers. Okay, well, there's something there. That said, you could do better. You could. Like, there's... I'm sorry. It's it's funny, but you could do better than this. Okay? Uh, by the way, speaking of doing better than this, no one has done a better job of milking their 15 minutes of fame than Mariah Mills. You might know her as the baby mama. Check that. That's the lady that I got the gender reveal party. She didn't even get a gender reveal party. This is the uh, only fan star that had been blackmailing Zion Williamson on Twitter because he wasn't making good on his $100,000 monthly allowance payments. She got on Instagram. This is Mariah Mills and posts with this caption stamped and lock in. So you it's real lock. She got a tattoo of Zion on her cheek. The word Zion. Right. Now, is this a temporary tattoo? I honestly could not tell you. Because the needle does not look like any needle I have seen before. It doesn't. But it could be. It could be. I don't know if I hope that it's fake or I hope that it's real. I hope it's real. I hope it's real for the, like, continue, you know, kind of car crash, like, we can't look away from it story. But I also kind of hope it's fake just as, like, a uh, like um, 
a person who wants the best for people. <laughs> like I, that was such a bad decision. I hope, I hope that's it's a troll move. I, but it might be real, and that's also yeah. I'm also drawn to that truth as well. I have an idea for how Mariah Mills can keep this going. And and I actually someone someone that um, <laughs> a long time ago, back in 2015, I I had a. What is it like a, a tryst, a, a steamy affair with somebody who wasn't in a relationship? So this lady proposed to her man. Like, so why doesn't Mariah Mills propose to Zion Williamson the next time he spits in her mouth? Because that's what he likes doing, and it will be a moment that like reminds. Zion of all the things he likes, right? And it's 2023. It's forward. It's going to grab more headlines. Like, I, I think that this is a better move than getting Zion's name tattooed on your face. Uh, honey, I, I, I think you should be going for the blood diamond as opposed to the tattoo. Are you going to Venmo him for $100,000 for the tattoo after this is all done, too? Maybe she can, like, play it off as, like, well, I just went to Israel, you know, Mount Zion. It's a moving experience for me. I just watched The Matrix 2, The Matrix Reloaded, and I thought it was really cool when Lawrence Fishburne gets up on a podium and says, Zion! You know, I... Oh, boy. It's the Pogalacho ESPN 97.5.92.5. We're debuting a new segment. In honor of John Wall's incredible podcast appearance last year where he dumped on the Rockets and said that the Wizards would have beaten the Cavs. We are going to keep an eye on athlete podcasts across the internet and give you the best on a weekly basis. We're going to do it Wednesdays at 1130. The first of these segments is next. Stick around. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 doing just enough not to get fired. I'd say in a given week, I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Proton Coops, they're remarkable. They're the best. Isn't that what you want for your kids? John Granada here. And I know because my kids had a Proton Coops goal. They're built to last with tempered glass backboards, thick steel poles, and a breakaway rim for dunking. Yes, dunking, because they're adjustable anywhere from 10 to 5 feet. Plus, they'll install your goal. Trust me, let the pros handle this part. You can't do it. ProDunkHoops.com. That's ProDunkHoops.com. The best goal by far. ProDunkHoops.com. Don't miss the Killer Bees. Here's a look at today's show. Hey, guys, coming up on the Wednesday edition of the Killer Bees. Well, well, Framber Valdez on the hill. He's your ace. Is he your stopper? Game one against the Cards. We'll break it all down. Of course, we're going to have WTF on Wednesday to figure out what Joe has up his sleeve. And if that's not enough, we'll also get into the Wheel of Bits, as we always do. Join us. Oh, the Killer Bees. Today, noon to 3, only on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Welcome back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here is your ambiguously gay host, Paul Gallant. So the Houston Rockets have two new players that they drafted in the first round almost a week ago now. It's, of course, Amin Thompson 
and Cam Whitmore. And they've said things interesting of late. Not super interesting, but interesting enough for us to officially kick off a segment that we've had in the works for a bit. Last year, I feel like we got a lot of content out of random athlete appearances on podcasts where they say completely preposterous things and there's no pushback on these podcasts from the people they are talking to, even though there really should be. It's weird that they get away with it, but you know what? Whatever. Who am I to judge, you know? But I thought to myself, with the way that John Wall really nailed his podcast performance that we could introduce over the next couple of weeks as we get closer and closer to football season, a new segment, a segment that commemorates those who go above and beyond in the world of athlete podcasting. Give these guys a microphone. Talk about the Rocks and Sports. Trash. Beyond trash. And let them cook. We're just going to beat the out of Bron. They not want to see us. Welcome to the John Wall Memorial Athlete Podcasting Game. So this did not take place on a podcast, but we heard from Ahmed Thompson. He's trying to probably get himself on a podcast at some point to build his brand. I don't know if this is interesting enough to get him there. Amen Thompson, newest member of the Houston Rockets. What do you expect of your career? What will, when we look back one day, how will your career be described? Um, hopefully a lot of championships. Um, just a winning player. You know, a player that would do anything for his team. I want to be known as just a great teammate and you know, some MVPs, some defensive players of the years. Not enough. You're bringing up Defensive Player of the Year. Boring. We'll hear an example a little bit later about how a rookie is supposed to talk when he's drafted into the NBA. Amen Thompson. Humble much? Ooh, look at me. I'm humble. I want to win championships. That's not even the first thing I'm saying. Isn't even MVP. Anyway, I'm kidding. This is going to get... Others actually on a podcast in the future. This is a new category for this segment because Cam Whitmore, the Rockets' second pick, he's really feeling himself in an interview that he did in some sort of barbershop podcast, but not the kind of barbershop podcast that has been greenlit by LeBron James. You got any goals that you set out for your rookie season? Rookie of the year. I need a championship. First year. All of that. Rookie of the year. Championship, first year, that's going to get you on more. Tobias Harris, for now, still plays for the Philadelphia 76ers. This will get you on more podcasts. Tobias Harris talking about casual Philadelphia 76er fans. Trade speculation, you know, casual Sixers fans, they'll trade me for a crumble cookie. But at the end of the day, you know, I have to realize, like, you know, it's, you're, you're not getting a 6'9 forward back who can, you know, damn near shoot 40% from three, guard other teams' best best player 
uh, shoot, post up, drive, play 70 plus games a year. Now, the more he talked, the more boring it got. But I love it when an athlete brings up casual fans. It's a way to diss anybody that doesn't play the sport that you play. There are a lot of Sixer fans who are, I think, for valid reasons, frustrated with Tobias Harris, especially given Jimmy Butler has been chirping Philadelphia for keeping Harris over him over the last couple of years. But, okay, yeah, uh, Sixers fans might trade because they're hungry probably. They don't make a lot of money. Uh, Sixers fans, it's a poor, dirty town. Sixers fans might be willing to trade him for a crumble cookie. Have you had a crumble cookie? Also, Tobias so Harris, good. Tobias Harris makes like forty million dollars a year. Imagine forty million dollars of crumble cookies. They have wedding cake cookie. What? Soft vanilla bean cookie covered with vanilla and raspberry cream cheese frostings, topped with white chocolate pearls. Very nice. I, I love a soft cookie. They got some really good cookies there. I don't know if they're they're a chain. I think they're all over the United States. I've I've seen boxes. I've seen I've seen boxes of crumble cookies here in Houston. <laughs> I've seen people. I actually I think they brought them in like a couple weeks ago. Hell yeah! The John Wall Memorial Games in Podcasting Excellence by Athletes continue. Working title: Brandon Miller needs his own show. Brandon Miller, before I think even being drafted by. Michael Jordan and the Charlotte Hornets had this to say about working out in front of Michael Jordan. I can say working out in front of Michael Jordan. I think, I think all people would think I would be pressured because, you know, of course he's Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan was never the guy I grew up watching. Um, kind of grew up watching Paul George. So I think Michael Jordan was just a regular guy to me in the gym watching me work out. Okay. We, hang on. Hang on. I mean, that is... Just an incredible statement that Brandon Miller just said. Okay, didn't grow up watching Michael James. He was born in 2002. So, uh, understandable. You you don't grow up watching Michael Jordan. Hell, I mean, you're probably not watching that much LeBron James. It's like Miami LeBron is what he he first remembered. Right, exactly. But, uh, so just think about players who have played basketball over the last 23 years that you would say before you got to Paul George. Like, we could go for a while, could we not? Um, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Chris Paul. Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. Clay Thompson. I'll probably do Clay Thompson over Paul George. There's Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Literally Giannis Paul George's teammate Kawhi. Right. Like, it's it's a long list, but hey, Brandon Miller's got takes, and Brandon Miller one-upped Amen Thompson because this is what he wants to do his rookie season. I think I see uh, know the Charlotte Hornets in the NBA Finals next year, um, so hopefully we'll get that the, the, the big trophy at the end. Oh, you can't! You gotta cut the hopefully out. I like that. That's where he like decided to be like, you know, we're gonna make the finals. Then it depends on the them. matchup. It depends depends on if Jokic, you know, what 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 path, how much Jokic has left in the tank. He's slightly more realistic than Cam Whitmore here, 
but very confident in To be himself. fair, Cam Whitmore didn't know he was going to be playing for the Rockets. <laughs> That's true. Maybe he <laughs> thought he was going to play for a good team. Yeah, he's like, maybe I slide a little, maybe go to Miami or something. We all know Aaron Rodgers can work it on a podcast himself. If we did this last year, Aaron Rodgers would have been the the 60 Celtics of oh yeah <laughs> of this award. It would have been Aaron Rodgers and Tyreek Hill battling one another for ridiculous things said on a podcast. Aaron Rodgers was at a a week ago a I guess event promoting psychedelics and here's what he had to say about psychedelics. Is it not ironic that the things that actually expand your mind are legal and the things that dumb you down have been legal for centuries? You've got to change that. You've got to change that. It's through awareness and education. I guarantee you all these bums who want to come after me online about my experience and stuff, they've never tried it. They're the perfect people for it. We need to get those people taking it. It's going to be hard to cancel me, continued Rogers, because one year before the ayahuasca, 26 touchdowns, four interceptions. Year after that, 46 touchdowns, five interceptions, MVP. Rogers continued saying, the cool thing about using it has been the response, but not from the media that calls me a druggie or a hippie or whatever. Before he said, you know, words are so interesting. They have such power in their spells. There's a reason it's called spelling because the way that the letters are put together have such power. Blue of Earth is still with him, the witch that he dated last offseason. That, that, that is so, I'm, I might actually steal that. Yeah? <laughs> Words are spells. That's why they call it spelling. <laughs> they, have a, they have such power in their spells. You know, man. Uh, success in life, continued Rogers, was holding the Lombardi Trophy. Now I've done it. Now what? What's the purpose of all this? Hell yeah. So this is the first episode of the John Wall Memorial Podcast Games. I think right now our leader in 2023 is Brandon Miller. We'll see if someone can supplant him next week. We'll do it Wednesdays at 1130. Up next, we wrap things up with a little garbage time. Hey, the Rockets didn't get the number one overall pick in this year's draft, and that might be a good thing because apparently Wemby sucks. Why? Well, the internet has some reasons. Next, you'll hear them. ESPN 97.5.com Tiger Friendly Radio. He would take a picture of Carol and take her head and put it on the body of a man in a diaper. This is Ron Ansana with your Market Scoreboard Report on ESPN 97.5. It's that time to resume our daily privilege of listening to the Paul Gallant Show. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Paulie G. You might have seen that Victor Wembignana had a... Shootout photo shoot in a Spurs uniform last week did not go well. He missed every single shot that he took. He did dunk at the very end of it. But, Sean, people have been absolutely killing him online. Well, A, always have to end with a make. So that that's good by Victor. But 
I don't know how often we're going to be calling him Victor and not Brichter Wimbanyama. Ah, <laughs> stinks. I like that. I thought we drafted the guy who can't shoot. Yeah. Turns, turns out they did. Amen Thompson. We haven't seen him. Have it, I have not seen him miss a shot since he's been drafted by the Houston. I Rams. haven't either. And, and you know what the smart thing is to do after this went so poorly for Victor Wimbanyama? Don't do it. Just don't do just it. Just dribble. Take pictures. Just wait till media day and take pictures of him there. So some NBA online fans are suggesting that a player by the name of Ball Ball, Bull Bull, my bad, did I say it wrong? Yeah, Manute Bull's son, I think. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Bull Bull, who averaged 9.1 points per game last year with the uh, Orlando Magic, they're saying that Bull Bull and Wimbanyana are the same guy. Baguette Bull Bull, yeah. So maybe the Spurs aren't really getting that much. Yeah, he's tall for nothing. That's what he is. He's impressive. I mean, he's fun to watch when he's dribbling and like cutting through traffic. But at the same time, right, it's it, the idea is that now we can minimize that maybe, just maybe. This guy won't be the big prospect everyone thinks he is. And for for Rockets fans, because the Rockets fans credit credit to Rockets fans online, they've been the most aggressive uh, in the anti Victor slash Brichter Wimbanyama propaganda wars. And it's such a smart move to start the offensive now, right? Before he plays a, game a summer league game or. God forbid, real life basketball games in 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 October, November. Get all get all the shots in now because I'm not sure how you know exactly. how, how many more opportunities we're gonna get. Exactly. So, so bl- blow this up. The um, be cause, toxic because I retweeted the the original video of him missing every shot, and it was from like a Spurs like reporter. And he deleted the the tweet. Oh god! He deleted the tweet because so oh, many Rockets no. fans are clowning him. We're oh, clowning no. Victor. Yeah, they should be. I mean, yeah. look, it's a small town, San Antonio. It's not really, but it's I, a it's, small town. It's basically by a college standard. Yeah, yeah, it's like a college football uh, setup where it's like the media is kind of covering, but also protecting the program right. a little bit. It's like it's like Austin, except for everyone's old, fat, and there's nothing to do. But it's it's just like Austin. Just like it. It's clearly the fourth of all the, the major cities in Texas. But guess what? You also have something else, Rockets fans, that you could potentially push. Because, yeah, Palo Bencaro has been better than Jalen Green to this point. Like, not denying it. Everyone was hoping that he would fall to the Houston Rockets. He didn't. But do we know that Banchero is long for this world? And I ask that question because he has some enemies. He's made a very powerful enemy, not like the country as a whole, more of the underworld from this country. Team USA won a recruiting battle this week, securing the commitment of current NBA Rookie of the Year Paolo Banchero to play in this year's Summer FIBA World Cup. The Orlando Magic star was previously verbally committed to playing for Italy, who had been recruiting him since he was 16 and helped him to get a passport in 2020. His father is of Italian heritage, and he didn't have much attentions about playing for Team USA in his teen years. Italy, like, really ramped it up. Mamma mia! Hey! Hey, Paolo! You want to 
We, we, we got some spaghetti for you. Uh, some feel babasana, huh? And you get to play for our team. Well, the Italian national team's president called Paolo Bancaro's decision to play with Team USA a, quote, mockery. A mockery! Hey, what's going on over here? So you got to wonder. And, and, like, Italians, if you've watched The Sopranos, I know it's Italian-American people, but they're rather temperamental in that show. Is that a fictional depiction of Italian mobsters? I, I really do not know. I hope it is, for Bancaro's sake. Also, I need to do a deep dive on this Italian coach to see which part of Italy he's from. Mm, is, he, is he from Sicily? Yeah, if he's Southern Italian, then Paolo really better watch no, out. He might, he might need to go into witness protection. Yeah, don't don't take any drinks from anyone that you don't recognize. Mm-hmm. Don't don't have any olive oil. Don't I don't know. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I don't whoa. know how to protect yourself. Hey, we don't we, we don't we don't do that with olive oil anymore. Get out of here. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. All right, uh, Paul Gallant show time for a quick garbage time. I'm only happy when it's garbage. And then I start eating garbage. If there's one guy up here who knows about total garbage, garbage. It's this guy. It's garbage time with Paul Gallant. Let's go. Let's go. Am I going to have to break some legs while we're on that? Because uh, people robbed our favorite hotel in Las Vegas. A man in Las Vegas is accused of posing as a hotel and casino owner and convincing an employee to focus for more than $1 million in payments she believed were going towards fire safety equipment. An individual from the Circuit Resort and Casino Security Office informed them that an unknown person had contacted this casino cage where money, casino chips, credit chips, and other paperwork are kept and claimed to be an owner of the hotel. The person then requested $320,000 for an emergency payment to the fire department. The payments received were $314K, $350, and $500,000, amounting to a total of nearly $1.2 million. We're going to need to break some legs. This is our hotel. Derek Stevens needs us. Derek Stevens is going to need to bring us out there. And and for a nominal fee of $1.2 million, I could slander this person on the radio in Houston, Texas. I could do that for him, but only for a nominal fee. And again, we have set our price at $1.2 million. Because I think that is the value of slandering somebody who has stolen $1.17 million from you. And uh, cabana use. A lot of cabana use. And a, yeah, throwing a cabana in also, when, we're, when we're there. some tickets to invite some, some friends as well. Yeah. Because it's a lot of dudes. <laughs> we want to... It's very sports themed. But even the ratio, if you will. Yeah, you're right, Sean. That's a very polite way to say it. Very sports themed indeed. He is Sean Mapes. I am Paul Gallant. Big thanks to our texters, twitchers, tweeters. I am really Paul Gallant. So long. Farewell. Have yourselves a wonderful Wednesday. The Killer Bees are up next. Peace. ESPN 975.com. What did we say to you? And if I said something to you, maybe I said something when I was drunk and I've forgotten it, but I don't think I said something when I was drunk and I've forgotten it. But if I did, then tell me what it was. And I'll say sorry for that too. 